What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. World Rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash music 22. Shopify.com slash music 22. It's 4 a.m. Monday and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. From the Superbook.com studio, WGFX Gallatin, Nashville. A Cumulus Media Station. Get the very latest Titans off-season news and reaction here. Hell yeah! Trending now at 104.5 The Zone. Good afternoon from the Superbook.com Sports Desk. I'm Joe Hunk. The NFL Combine released the list of prospects that are going to be heading to Indy. 319 of them are going to be making their way up to Indiana from Tennessee. Hendon Hooker, Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, Jeremy Banks, Darnell Wright, Byron Young, and Paxton Brooks will all be going up to the Combine from Vandy. Linebacker Anthony Orgy and from Tennessee Chattanooga. McClendon Curtis is going to be making his way. Those are all of the state of Tennessee ties. It is opening day. College baseball tonight. Arizona and Tennessee going at it in the MLB Desert Invitational that's happening in Phoenix. You'll be able to watch that on MLB Network at 7 p.m. And here in just a few seconds, Vanderbilt and TCU are going to be getting going at Globe Life Field in Arlington. For all your foundation repair and waterproofing needs, you need to visit USSTN.com. Breaking news at once on your home for the Vols, the flagship station for your Tennessee Titans and home to 3HL. This is 1045 The Zone. 3HL. Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. With Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Welcome into 3HL on 104.5 The Zone, powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. It is a beautiful day in the music city, Babsy. And it's Friday. Friday! Let's go! Man, we're going to have a fun day today. Let's get to it. Hang on. Ok
That's just stupid. That is, and, and, and this time I agree with you, Babsy. Yep. It is. That is, that is dumb. It was weather. 70 degrees yesterday. Yeah. There's a, that's a 40 degree swing. That's Hunk's fault. Hunk, the one said it was going to happen. I, look, Hunk's I just fault. told you. Yeah. I just gave you a heads up, Slay. Uh-huh. If you didn't know, you would have walked out just in your t shirt. That would have been fine. I've been sniffling and coughing, sound like like Dory did the other night on SEC Network man, with your Dory weird is voice. Fighting, man, I keep on texting like, dude, you got to get that voice together. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're doing. <laughs> like, come on now. By the way, he's Ron Slay. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. That's right. I mean, on repeat. This car is car is car ain't got no roof. This car ain't got no roof. That's right. They got a roof. They got a roof. Thompson Bowling didn't have a roof, and now. That's Joe Hawk behind the glass, people controlling the kitty cat sound. Don't let them kitty cats out the box. Keep them in the box. They don't need to let them in. Because right now, what's funny is they are on the outside of the box looking, well, or maybe inside the box looking out at everybody else in the box. Thank you, Hawk. Everybody else getting ready. Yeah, yeah. Getting ready for the big dance. March Madness. Right around the corner. You know who's. One of the first four out, Babsy? Vanderbilt. No! <laughs> no, Babsy! Uh, no! Let me let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you why I said that. Please tell me. Because that fool in there, our yes. producer, yes. Joe Hunk. Joseph? Prior to this show, was mm-hmm. like, I mean, Vanderbilt has a chance to have this double bye in the SEC tournament. Oh. I mean, Vanderbilt, they're actually not that far. I'm like, oh. they've won four games and now they're a tournament team, huh? <laughs> because, because they have the longest winning streak in the SEC. Right now, they're at seven and six in the conference, and Auburn and Kentucky are both at eight and five. Are you listening to this? Look, I'm just saying the double bye doesn't sound so asinine when you look at the actual standings. I mean, I, I okay. I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm all for it. I mean, technically, be, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but I would be shocked. If Vandy is that hot and they just skate off into the double bye, that'll be up. You talking about? I tell you what, and Vandy. Vanderbilt has Auburn tomorrow. Yes, they do. Vandy, get your checkbook out also. Extension will be added if they go sneak into. The, I don't care what happened in the SEC tournament. They end. They end the regular season this way and go get the double bye and don't have to play till Friday. Get your checkbook out and extend stack now. Now, now. Commodore Nation, get your Memorial Magic out the hat on that. The rare, their remaining games are at, at Auburn or Auburn uh, tomorrow. Yep, tough. at Vanderbilt, at right. LSU, against Florida, at Kentucky, against Mississippi State. Okay. Well, that Florida, Kentucky, Kentucky, Florida. They, they'll be they'll be Florida. Castleton is out. He broke his hand. Oh. So that's a big, big LSU's big the worst team in the SEC. LSU is you saw them. Tough. Yeah, Mississippi um, State right now is five and eight in the SEC. Mississippi State, they, but Mississippi State is better than their record. That's going to be a dog fight. No pun intended. <laughs> and right now, Vandy and Florida have the same record in conference. Yeah, they, they, they're going to get past Florida. Kentucky, though, I, that's Akrup. That's and that woof. Boy, they can show me something. They can show me. They deserve a double bye if they go beat Kentucky. See, now they you beat see why Auburn, I asked the question. And they beat Mississippi State. 
There you go, Vandy fans. There's your Vanderbilt basketball. You got talk. your love. You got your love. Mm-hmm. And if you beat Auburn tomorrow, you own the tiebreaker. That's you, not you, happening. Thinking, Get no, out of here no, with no. that mess. Did you wondering. see what Auburn did last game? They've got it together. They've got their ish going. They're good. No, I had to actually, because I was listening to Lucas as they wrapped up Blaine and Mickey earlier, so I just need to tell him. F*** you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's right. For his uh his Because he prediction. did not pick. Mm, we should have a prediction at the end of the day. He did day not today. pick Auburn. Babs has been on fire. She went for one, 100%. <laughs> I am 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I'm looking at the Genesis Invitational there out in California where Tiger Woods is playing. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, Tiger, y'all. Tiger Woods had a great finish. What, I think three birdies yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we got BB, Brett Batchelor is in, uh, in the studio in Be there. Easy. But there is, um, there's a little, uh, little drama with something that Tiger did. Yeah, this is. Uh, that was caught on a picture. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? He he outdrove. You know what? We'll wait. We'll do this next segment because yeah. BB. I told BB to pull the audio okay. of Tiger Woods talking about it. BB, go to a mic. <laughs> now, BB. BB, let's you go. Get, on get that to mic. that mic. I don't know if you were planning on Why being on the on? air today, but you are now on the air. This wrong. That mic's on. You putting the wrong one on, huh? No, I'm good. Yours, Mike. There you go. Hey, BB. What's up? All right. So, first of all, (laughs) we're talking golf in our first segment because Tiger Woods is he moves the needle in this tournament. That's right. He moves the needle. That's the only reason anybody cares about Mm -hmm. not anybody, but most people care about what's going on, especially yesterday. Um, And we are going to have Virgil Herring on. Uh, later today in the five o'clock hour to talk OG, to him OG. about what is going on with this golf tournament. But Tiger finishes with what? Three birdies yesterday. Three birdies. 16, 17, 18. I mean, nice. what a comeback. Like, I oh didn't even gosh. know dude was going to play in this tournament. We didn't know this time last week. We didn't, Nobody knew he was playing. He didn't announce it till like Sunday. Amazing. Of last week. So the story that... um. I mean, the story that a lot of people are talking about now is, what was this? In, a, in the practice round? Uh, with Justin Thomas? Yes. That was yesterday during the round. Oh, it was it during, was during, the, during round. the round. yeah. Okay, so during the round, <laughs> Tiger outdrives him, yes. right? Mm-hmm. By, by a good margin. Okay, so, um, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is hilarious, by it the way. It is, yeah. And so then... <laughs> I'll drive me. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, there is a, a, I think it's an AP photographer that caught a picture of him then handing JT a tampon. Yes. Mm-hmm. After he outdrives him. Now, I, there are some people like Christine, what's her last name? Brennan, Brenneman, yeah, USA Today. She, mm-hmm. she gets offended about everything. <laughs> Um, but anyway, she wrote an article about, you know, how offensive this was. So obviously Tiger Woods is asked about it right. after his round. His response. Your joke with JT from nine yesterday is kind of going viral. Can you kind of just explain your thoughts behind it? Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, all fun and games, but obviously it, it hasn't turned out that way. And if I had offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just... Uh, friends having having fun. Um, as I said, if, if I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. Um, it was not intended to be that way. Um, it's just you know we we play pranks on one another all the time, and uh, virally, I, I think this did not come across that way. But between us, it was it's different. Mm-hmm. 
You got an issue with it? In other words, between us, it was hilarious. <laughs> Let me say this. As a competitor, see, this uh, This as a competitor is why I, I, I'm going in athlete mode. I can't stand for the media to be that close. That's why I can't stand see, for the media to be that close. and I'm going in media mode. As you should. And you I'm should. like... That is what is great about sports. That's what people want to see, the kind of stuff that you have to get when you're that close. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yes. all for Babs, but don't. Come on, man. Don't put a cap on my trash talk, and see, especially if it's my partner that I'm going against. Well, and part of the reason why he did it, too, is Tiger said over and over, growing up, Tiger didn't have a brother. Tiger had half-sisters. He had no siblings that he could mess around with. When he got hurt a couple years ago, right before his car crash, right after his car crash, Tiger said, JT was that guy that I texted with every single day. JT came over to my house to hang out with me while I was hurt, helped me with my rehab, JT, JT as in Justin Thomas. Uh, and he said, basically, so Charlie, which is Tiger's son, also doesn't have a brother. Sam is Tiger's daughter. Tiger has said it before as well. He said, hey... Charlie doesn't have a brother. Justin Thomas is basically Charlie's brother. Like during COVID, when we couldn't go play golf, when I was hurt, Justin came to my house to hang out with me, help me rehab, and hang out with Charlie. So their relationship goes way past just the golf course. See, and that's why I'm saying that's that's silly, man. Like, that's silly. You cannot judge on a joke that I'm talking about uh, between competitors, especially if that's my guy. That's my guy. Like, come on, boy. And see, then they wonder why athletes – Walk around and talk with their hand over their mouth, and this gets on everybody annoying. Like, come on, dog. Well, and and also people wonder too why, um, you know, people wonder why athletes don't say anything. This is very true too. If you you saw that, if you saw that picture too, it was so zoomed in to try and like so serious. Like, come and, on, dog. I mean, yeah. Tiger's never been one to, like, be, like, all out in the media in the first place unless right. he has to be. Right. But now, I mean, because he's always kept everything in-house with his team, with his family. And, I mean, it probably will be even more now after this. Man, that's crazy, man. Like, you want us, you won't. it's nothing like behind the scenes. Nothing in the world. I promise you. To watch a person go through their game mode and how they get ready and then how they deal with losses, how they deal with wins, this right here, that... <laughs> I wish they would have been there when I was talking. If you want to jump in this conversation, (laughs) 615-737-1045. We'll take your phone calls if you have a thought on this. Um, That's a shame. So (laughs) uh, Christine Brennan um, wrote a piece, obviously, for USA Today uh, about it. And uh, one of, right, uh, listen, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Facebook, so, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, people. Yes. You can tune in. Uh, she's Twitch, a woman. Please. As bad yes, as she's I am a woman. Um, <laughs> I, I don't no, know sorry. if you know or not. <laughs> I have played golf, and I'm not sure if you are aware, but statistically and historically, uh, and and it has nothing to do with you know, women not being as great as men or anything, but mm-hmm. women do not, in fact, drive a golf ball as far as men. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make us any less. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make us any, um, you know, wow. less great. It's just the stats. And you know how that is what it is. You know how dumb I am to every, all of it going on. I didn't even think of it like that. That's why. <laughs> like that's, and that's what that's the way she meant it. 
That's the oh, that's wow. why I'm not offended by it because it is what it is. You know, it's yes. a, it, that's why there's the LPGA and the yes. PGA. Yes, that's why there's yes. two separate tournaments. There's two separate tours. That's why. Now, is it like a childish joke? Sure, but shoot, we do that every single day right. <laughs> on this radio like, station. Oh man! But this is what Brennan uh, wrote. Okay. That's real. When the biggest name in the sports history is giddily spreading misogyny down the fairway, it might just confirm a woman's suspicions about golf and send her to any one of the scores of other sports she can play for the rest of her life without running into a dude playing a juvenile tampon joke. Wow. That's what you got out of that, Christine. I hate to inform her, but... You're going to find juvenile <laughs> men's jokes wherever the hell you go. <laughs> and I love you all. All you men I work with. It doesn't matter what sport you decide to play. She's now saying that something like this is going to keep women from playing golf. Can I say something? Yes. I would love for it to be a fly or a camera on the wall. When we used to play pickup in Stokely, which is torn down now, and is now the dorms up at University of Tennessee, we used to let Nikki McCray, Tamika Ketchins, Samika Randall, Samika Holtzclaw come out there and play with us. And y'all Ooh, think we had a mouth on too, us? Man. <laughs> y'all think we had a mouth on us? Me as a freshman going to Samiko Host Claw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. By the way. All right. All right. My money's on her. <laughs> hey, man. At that time, mine too. She I was love a girl Jordan. Like, it ain't no. Hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Keep competing, y'all. Keep competing. Uh, there you go. <laughs> what? So that's going on today. By the way, there's a random Aaron Rodgers tweet going on today. We need this in our well. life. Uh, and, and he just went into his secret dark room, apparently. You know. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun show. Can, and we, can we put that out, though, Babsy? What? For everyone, callers and listeners, uh, like, do you have a problem with trash talk like this between two competitors? Yes. If it doesn't offend the person that they're talking to. I mean, I think it's a slippery slope. I mean, in in, in I understand I that. Understand but, in a scope, like, but this—that's come on, man. That's playful, man. This, that's playful, know. man. I'm sorry. Well, and and here's the other thing. I know, I know, Hunk. You're about to kill me. <laughs> Look, I've been saying it for five minutes. I know, I know. But this is also the other thing. You also have to look at the people involved too. Mm-hmm. Is there a history of right. uh, sexist comments? Right. Do they not champion women? Right. Do they not support women mm-hmm. in athletics or sports mm-hmm. or whatever? And those two, there's no history yeah. of At anything of them not championing championing women. So I think yeah. that. That has to go into it too. Anyway, if you want, you want to talk about it. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. We'll also hit the Aaron Rodgers stuff coming back and our mock drafts. Oh yeah, we have gone through and uh, collected about twenty five mock drafts. <laughs> Who do they all have the Titans taking? That's coming up. Can't wait for this. HL one zero four five. This searching HVAC near here. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Wow. Nobody local? Huh. Wait, what? We are an HVAC company literally in your neighborhood. Why is she not seeing us? Just all the big chains. Well, it is what it is. What in the... Can you not see See us? us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local HVAC providers. You are invisible online. 
Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen. Yes, it is time. It's time to get to it, people. What are we going to get to? It's time to get to this mock draft, Babs. We've been talking about it all week. We had something for you going into the weekend, and the time has arrived. It's time to run down just who the Titans would take. Who are, who are they predicting the Titans would take, Babs? Well, okay, so get us, get us into we, it. we all went through and picked up different mock drafts, so... Um, for instance, for CBS, I had one, two, three, four, five different CBS writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled their mock drafts. We have, you know, a couple different ESPN people, including Todd McShay, mm-hmm. for their picks. Um, I had a couple of, what was it? Uh, a couple of NFL.com people uh-huh. uh and i, I want to start with Tog mishay because his pick for the titans is obviously he's the i think the biggest name insider but his pick for the titans seems to be a very popular one okay um so uh and thanks to hunk too hunk how many did you pull how many uh, mock drafts did you pull? Thirteen. Thirteen, and then I pulled something, you know, fifteen Y'all did or something. Some so yeah, real it was. It, we have. Thank there you. are numerous now. Almost, almost all of them, I think, except for three or four, in that pile of mm-hmm. mock drafts, has the Titans going offensive lineman, whether that is offensive tackle mm-hmm. or guard, regardless. All but four mock drafts have the Titans going offensive linemen. Okay. And that is where Todd McShay is. Um, I do want to point out, though, Todd McShay and his mock draft. And and remember, we're a month away from free agency. We're two weeks away from the combine. Um, So timing-wise, all of this is going to change. The combine could completely change mock drafts. You never know. Without question. But at least we have the senior bowl to pull from, too. Yep. Um, so Tog McShay, I just think it's interesting, first off, because uh, he has in his mock draft a trade, uh, Chicago with the Colts, and the Colts move up to get a quarterback, and the quarterback that the Colts move up to get in his mock draft is Alabama's Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, yes. I wonder why people feel that way. Right, and and of course, <laughs> look at their new head coach, and their new head coach got Herbert going. Yep. At his team, and mm-hmm. then just Jaylen. came from Philadelphia, where yep. you see what Jalen Hurts was able to do in that Super Bowl. So, Which would mean he probably has a relationship with Saban being able to pick up the phone and figure out what makes these guys tick. Yep. So, yeah, no doubt. So, um, 
that is where he has, and then he has Houston second taking C.J. Stroud. So uh, most of the most everybody has those two quarterbacks, obviously up up front. Um, and Coach Mack always says it, you know, quarterback draft is different than the rest of the draft. Mm-hmm. But uh, Todd Furman, I'm Todd Furman, uh, <laughs> Todd McShay for the Titans has the Titans going with Paris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle from Ohio State. Uh, this is his description of Johnson. Easy mover, gave up just three sacks over 26 starts since 2021. He's versatile. He moved from right guard to left tackle this year. So he played, started two years. He's a former five star, started two years at right guard and then started his last two years, I think, at left tackle. Um, former teammate of Nicholas Petit Frere, mm-hmm. so, uh, which is who he replaced when he moved to left tackle. So there you go. Titans obviously struggled to protect anybody, gave up 49 sacks, which was tied for fifth. You and um, me, it only gave up three sacks. That right. Was one game for some, time, some of us. Exactly. Yeah. So this seems to be the popular pick for all of the CBS guys in their mock draft picked Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State to go to the Titans. Mm-hmm. You Would you be happy with that? Uh, me that high at eleven, yeah. I want to say yeah. It's hard. It's hard because it's hard to swallow a, yeah. a uh, non-sexy, yep. big ugly. Yep. I said that just because yep. uh, Savage is in the, sa- the chat <laughs> right Roman, now. You know, Roman. the big uglies. Only their mamas and girlfriends know their names. Um, but, but yeah, it, I, it's hard to stomach that for that high of a pick. But you have to. You look at him, left tackle, you right. know Taylor Lewan's gone, right? right? Taylor Lewan's like, I'm going to be cut in two weeks. Right. <laughs> so you go this direction, mm-hmm. and then you have, regardless of whatever ends up happening at your quarterback position, you have a long-term answer, a guy who has four years of starting experience at a yep. big-time college program yep. um, and is versatile, started two of those years at right guard and then moved over to left tackle. Right. And then you have a long-term left tackle that you are plugging in right there. And I, and let me say this. Um, I am on board with it because I do feel like every single game is one in the trenches and every meaningful game is one in the tr- trenches. There are sexy plays to happen. And you saw that. Um, look, Just look at the Super Bowl. I mean, Kansas City was able to control the line of scrimmage because they got a young unit together that was able to grow. We had Savage on there on here talking about it before. Like, you got to get some core. You know, you got to get some core together, and you got to establish, like Savage said, a culture. They had another offensive lineman, Willie Cologne, on. Uh, I Ramon heard Kaler him on Willie. this morning. He really was really good. good. You're really good. So we and we we saw him down at um, Radio Row. I wish we could have had him, but he's doing the show. So. um the thing is, if you have that nucleus, if you can, especially if you can get that triangle, but at least your bookends are taken care of because your your left tackle is the sexy position of the the line. Now the right tackle is becoming just as sexy because you got guys coming off that edge as well. So if you got two bookends out there that look good and got the size, you can build in. I'm, and they said this is a deep draft for 
Lyman, mm-hmm. I'm on board for it. I'm gonna be honest. And I would I would I want um a a corner like Joy Porter Joy Porter Jr. if he's around, um a receiver or something to take the top off. Yes, but I ain't mad at this. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at the lineman. Not not mad at all. Of plowing away to try to get more years. If you can go get somebody out of free agency to get more years built on the Derrick Henry back there, you can get two more good years out of him. Even a year with this this group learning how to block. Man, watch out. I just I feel like you're then solidifying. Hopefully, but you see what he's done. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel good with that. With solidifying yeah. your left tackle position, yeah. right? For long term, yeah. you're good there. So, and, and you want your quarterback to be able to walk into a situation whenever you go get one, you know, once Tannehill steps away or he's sent away, either way, you want your quarterback to be comfortable back there. You don't want the Joe Burrow incident when you go get a high-touted quarterback and all of a sudden he get hurt because the line couldn't block. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that, that surely helps. So the other offensive linemen that uh, a couple of these mock drafts, I think, Hunk, had falling, had him falling to the Titans was Peter Skaronsky of Northwestern. Um, McShay has him going to, I think, the Falcons at eight. Mm -hmm. Um, And a couple other mock drafts had him going to like the Raiders prior to when the Titans picked. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is by far, I think the, probably the, um, the most solid offensive lineman pick. Okay. Right. Yep. It, it, that's uh, although <laughs> I can't uh, believe I'm saying this, but you know, the knock on him, what short arms. Oh, Wow. <laughs> But, but well, so the, wait, the, the, we, we about to draft a, a T Rex guy. No, we already <laughs> got to draft T Rex. We, we already got one, and he did. He did great. He, we got a T Rex out there corner. He did well, great no, he this year. He has small hands. He, he didn't. It uh, wasn't the arms. No, it was his arms too. Was it the arms too? Yeah, his arms too. I thought it was just the hands. No, he had little arms too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, okay. No, I thought uh, it was just little tiny hands. No, that man. He, yeah. Okay. Uh, see. Yeah. Short arms. So. <laughs> Uh, Lance Zer- Zerline of NFL.com. This is what he wrote about Peter Skaronsky. Now he's 6'4", 294. Okay. Uh, most polished offensive lineman in the draft, but he said negative. Short arms might need to bump <laughs> him inside to compensate. So wait, that means that we'd be drafting a guard now. Now we're not drafting a tackle. Now you're getting a guard at 11. Guess what? I'm fine with that. As long as he a dog up front, because you, you got to imagine. This is one of those they, you know, they call a sure thing, mm. which nothing See, is I, a sure thing in this draft. Without question. But if you can, if you feel you're going to go get a 10-year guy, <laughs> hey, man, come on, hurry up and get in here. Because I promise you we need, looking at looking at Atlanta, the reason that I think they talk about them, what do they want to do? They want to protect Desmond Ritter. They got their quarterback. Desmond Ritter, I believe, I, I, they I love his game. They think they have their yeah. quarterback. Yeah. I mean, unless something changes. I, I like the way he ended the season, though, um, with, and with every opportunity he's got in preseason. But you got to protect these guys, man. You don't protect these guys, it's, it's going to be trouble. It's going to be trouble. So yeah, give, give, give me a lineman. Give me a, give me a big nasty up front. I'm cool with it. Cool with it, Babson. So, uh, you big like savagery, him? we probably should have just pulled – Ramon in for this conversation. Yeah, he on the right? road anyway. He ain't got nothing to do. Uh, well, he he did say <laughs> in the chat, uh, I, I'm good with either one of those. I, I would not. They're not sexy. It's what the 
Titans need. Yeah. Um, and that is regardless of whatever the hell you want to play or do offensively. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. It doesn't matter who your uh, running back is. It doesn't matter. You have to do something to be better up front. Yeah. You have to. Yep. You, you have no choice. Look at the Chiefs and Eagles. Yep. They both were solid and solid enough. You okay over there? What you looking at? I was, I was Is there a ghost at, in this room? No, I got on black and I'm really dark on the um on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like You know why? Because your light's not on you. Because Buck has them all turned on him. Of course he does. He's such a diva. I change him. Um, I mean, every single ring light is yeah, facing his way. Yeah. Well, they're usually mayor will usually turn it turn towards him, yeah. Mm-hmm. towards me and I, I'm always about I mean give me that Diane Sawyer soft focus <laughs> give it to me uh, anyway so Savagery said in the chat too um, I'm taking Osiris Torrance but it's kind of high for a guard at 11 John Michael Smith obviously is a big one that a lot of people are talking about yeah. the center out of Minnesota those are Ramones too I'll say this those are not included in some of these mock drafts Really? Like they're they're further down. Yep, absolutely. So that, that, but, which who know, I mean nobody nobody knows what the hell's going on. It's but that's why we have this conversation, right? Because one wrinkle can can it can change the whole alignment of the it's draft. butterfly effect. Yeah, there yep. you go. Everything's exactly. a butterfly effect. Exactly. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Would you be happy with a Paris Johnson Jr. or Peter Skoronsky right now? Um, obviously, a lot of things can change. We want to know what you think. Steven Nashville on line two. You are up next. Hey, Steve, how are you? Good. What's going on? I'm going to tell you you what's scary as hell about Paris Johnson. You said it. He played guard and he switched to tackle. He also sat out a year, okay? I don't want that. We have no guards on this team. Surely there has to be 10 of the 10 linemen you have left. Two of them got to be guards. If you look at tape, it's easy to do. Go to YouTube. Skaronsky's the best guard. The other guy that's not getting a lot of, I think he is, but it scares the hell out of me because of what happened with Isaiah Wilson. Mm-hmm. Go look at what Broderick Jones did with Will Anderson in the game. Yep, Those absolutely. Guys, and, and y'all talk about sexy picks and all that. They need a lot of picks, okay? Yep. But they got to get a line because without a line, Derrick Henry is plowing for four yards with nobody blocking for him. Mm-hmm. And he's got two good years left, and – Whoever's back there, like you guys said, I mean, I, I just think the better pick is Skaronsky because go look at tape and you. After you look at tape, come back Monday and go, man. Steve said it. That guy might have small hands, but Lord, he a he's quick, okay. Yeah. And b this dude is a stud. Just go watch him block. And those are those Big Ten guys that just boom, boom, you know, beat the crap out of mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, but the the one. Don't 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 discount Broderick Jones. I'm a huge Alabama fan. He destroyed Will Anderson in the bowl game. Yep. Yeah. Destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't care what he does. I think you are spot on. Is just you got to have somebody in there that wants to eat the whole time. There you yep. go. Yep. I there agree. Go. Good stuff, Steve. And he mentioned Broderick Jones. Um, pro football focus, uh, Trevor Sigma, who is actually fiance of our girl, Alyssa Lang. Hey. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he has Broderick Jones going to the Titans and somebody else who had Broderick Jones. Who was it, Honk? Uh, SB Nation had, yes. had Broderick Jones, which he played the last two seasons. He has played uh, solely at left tackle. He played about 25 snaps at right tackle yep. in 2019 and a few times, a little bit in 2020. 
I'm so impressed by what he did in that that bowl game, though. Yeah. Like that was that that was impressive because I mean Will Anderson is a dog. Yes. And it was he was Nolan Void in the game, man. I'm yeah. gonna be real. So no doubt that. Yeah. So that's another name that has come up. Um, and by the way, Steve also said, you know, Peter Skaronsky is is the better choice. He is. All of these mock drafts mm-hmm. have him ahead of Paris Johnson Jr. Every single mock draft has him going before the Titans get the pick. So uh, it's it's a consensus by the the experts or the film guys that that Peter Skaronsky is the better pick, even with his short arms. Yeah, I mean, um, well, think about the positives. He can't get outside the shoulder pads if you can't reach outside of them. Absolutely <laughs> That's right. right. But, yeah, but he is, by all these mock drafts, he's not going to be available by the time the Titans pick at 11. So You know what another good thing, and I mean, not a good thing about having a new GM coming in, you're not he's not coming in gun shy because of what would the picks that were made before. So yep. the reserve that we have about Georgia Lyman. Like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute, we can't he ain't got that. It's like I hey, I've been fine. I don't know what y'all been doing down here, but that's the reason I'm here. <laughs> I've had no issues. Yeah, I've been, we've been straight out there. Check so. out those Niners. Yeah, there you right. go. There you go. So yeah, I I think that's gonna be big yeah. going forward. Yeah. So we've talked about some offensive linemen. There are some <laughs> There are some mock drafts with some interesting picks. So we're going to okay. get into those. Who do you want? Uh, would you be happy with either a Skaronsky or Johnson Jr. or Broderick Jones or Dewan Jones, I think? Is that another one that has come up on mock drafts? Like, what What do you think? So many Ohio State guys on there. Oh, you know why. They get it done in the trenches there. 615-737-1045. You can call him. We want to hear from you. What do you think? about early Titans mock drafts. And we'll let you know about some of these crazy picks that we found in searching <laughs> them. That's coming up next on 3HL. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. Restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at cumulusboost.com. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. I don't think they really know what it's like when you coming from the bottom. If I had it my way, I go back to watch Charlie just to switch it up a little. Red wine over Cardi, and we gon' throw our own kind of party. Reminiscing about the old times when it didn't get so complicated. Once you boot up out the hood, you thought you made it. Let them good times roll, and you don't even need congratulations. But if they telling us, then we'll take it. If I had it my way, every day would be a Friday. We be riding with the windows down. Welcome back into 3HL on 104.5 The Zone. Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. Just heating up in here with the draft talk, people. It's lining up. We're talking big men in the trenches and who can do what and how you can do what. I think we may have, I think we may have, um, 
a solution, Babs. I think we may have a strategy about this. We checked in with some reps, and you got to <laughs> <laughs> See? You like them reps? You can extend somebody's arms? Yeah, I, hey. Hey. Guess what? He's okay with his short arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, and you know, Peter Skaronsky, by the way, you know he's wicked smart. Right. Northwestern. And kid and yeah. The reps the reps said don't forget he was a wrestler. So yes. being on the interior, he knows angles and he knows leverage. Yeah, leverage and, and everything. So it's he really, would know how to tangle. it's amazing how well former wrestlers do on the line right. as offensive linemen. Right. Right. Um so yeah, so we were talking about the Paris Johnson Jr. who moved from right guard to left tackle this past year or past two years I think he played Mm -hmm. at Ohio State but anyway so then looking at what the Titans have now Nicholas Petit Frere was his former teammate at Ohio State Mm -hmm. and that's who he replaced at left tackle right so you know the thought was okay can Petit Frere be your long-term solution for the Titans at left tackle that's what he played his final year at Ohio State that is and Listen, doing research. <laughs> doing research. Yeah. Asking somebody that knows way more than us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a rep. Uh, they said yes. It's called a rep. Um, so it, if that can happen, then all of a sudden, you know, you might be able to change what you do draft wise. And I think that's why I think that's why it's so important to be able to go get guys that are interchangeable at those spots, because when you're building, you may all of a sudden have someone come up in free agency or somebody in the draft or somebody that you picked up undrafted and you're in camp. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. This this dude can fill in the right guard and let's take our right guard, move him. to le-. You know what I'm saying? You got to be be able to be flexible on that offensive line, especially when you're building, you know, I, I'm, or, or get stuck with a situation um, like Cleveland was stuck with, with just Joe Thomas, you know, because you couldn't find other guys to fill in. And you just got a one dominant cog for what, 12, 13 years who started every game and he was by himself. So, yeah, man. Got to give some help. Got to get some help, Babs. You got to get some help. <clears throat> uh, let's go to the phone lines and then we'll hit some of these crazy um, mock draft. Picks. Sounds good. Uh, Alex in Nashville, check in with you. How are you, Alex? Good, guys. How y'all doing on this beautiful Friday? It is beautiful. Beautiful isn't it? and cold, Alex. It's beautiful Friday. and cold, baby. <laughs> good deal. So, obviously, we got to have not only multiple draft picks um, dedicated to the offensive line, but we got to get some players in the offensive line that can play right, right away. Um, that's the good news. We got flexibility as terms of, like, what position based on need by the pick. Mm-hmm. But I think to first determine that conversation is Nicholas Petit, is he right tackle or is he a left tackle or is he not, you know, an NFL starter? And that's Obviously what – he played – No, that's what we were play. just talking about before we brought you on, that it, I think Big Savagery thinks he can be a permanent solution. Yeah. Ramon Foster thinks he can be a permanent solution at left tackle. Yep. Which um, I agree, and the good news of that is I personally think the, there's more depth at a true right tackle position in this um, draft as opposed to the left tackle. The good news is I think it's deep, and there's not a lot of you know dudes at the top which will push down. I think also six corners going in the first round will help push some offensive linemen down. Um, but I think we got to trade that pick and um, to the late teens, mid twenties to pick up another another mid round draft pick because 
we got a lot of needs. So yeah. you want to move back and pick up more draft capital? I think we have to. I don't think it's a, it's we have what six picks and we have four, maybe only three offensive needs, and we not a lot of money to spend in free agency. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're they're going to have to do some work to to fix the roster uh, from a money standpoint. So. Uh, there's no telling what that will look like, but there's going to have to be some things done with the current roster anyway. Yeah. Without a doubt. But offensive line is not yeah. the only need. No, Dude. you are correct. Straight up. Not yeah. the only yep. need at all. Um, so that brings us, good call, Alex. Um, mm-hmm. And yes, he is right, by the way, as far as depth. Right this now. is, it seems like a very deep line for offense or deep draft for offensive linemen, but definitely. Particularly the right tackle. That right, yep. yeah. Right, right tackle spot. Um, so can we add real quick? Also, yes. Savage said that Paris Johnson and NPF could be a dominant force as a combo on their left side as well. Well, they know each other. They were you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, ooh, that's I know a you lot always beef over there. You always talk about uh, the relationships yep. and yep kind of chemistry on that offensive line. And you talk about it a lot because the Titans struggled with that. Because yes, you've got did. guys changing positions, yep. like who is next to who, right. who kind of is the dominant guy right. that helps the guy mm-hmm. right next to him. And mm-hmm. that's a real thing. So, it is. Yeah. It is, most definitely. Uh, so, okay, that brings us to, he talked a little bit about moving back right. in the draft. How you? What do you think about that, though, Babsy? You like uh, that? I don't hate it. Okay. But there is, <laughs> there's a mock draft out there from a CBS guy mm-hmm. that doesn't have them moving back, and it doesn't have them taking an offensive lineman. Oh, wow. Josh Edwards from CBS has them, first of all, this is his draft. At two, the Texans take Bryce Young. The Panthers take Stroud. The Colts take Levis. All right, so there's three, three quarterbacks. quarterbacks out of here. Josh Edwards has the Titans taking Anthony Richardson from <laughs> Florida at eleven. <laughs> you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what do you think about that, so, Titans fans? Would you lose your mind? Would you be great with it? Because here's the deal: Anthony Richardson is a project. He's a pro- he is a he is not a step in the league start right away kind of quarterback. A highly touted project. Extremely highly touted I wish Coach Mack was here today because Coach Mack is high on him. He's high on him. Mm -hmm. He's high on him. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason he's high on him? That's a great question. 6'4", 231 pounds. It's a wonder. Well, he has all the measurables. Yes, he does. uh, But, I mean. 13 starts in college. That's it. Fewer than 400 career passes. That's it. The and, and with accuracy issues. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Accuracy? Uh, no. Anytime you throw in accurate <laughs> possible accuracy anything issues. Anything with accuracy. Yeah, although wasn't that the knock on Josh Allen? Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember wasn't that the knock on Josh Allen? Coming out, yeah. I believe you actually yeah. are right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? Six one five seven three seven one oh four five. We'll start our four o'clock hour. Coming up, and uh, I'll give you the other interesting position that showed up in these mock drafts. 
I thought it was kind of funny. Let's get it. <laughs> That's coming up after the break. And 615-737-1045, jump in our mock draft. Who do you want the Titans to take? Would you be okay with any of the names we've thrown out? We want your opinion, Titans fans. Jump in on 3HL. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.